Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. I feel like it was like a bad one night stand. Becca, the once newbie and now experienced enforcer, who's hatched out of her egg and manages business with authority and a smile. No more like, I'm going to take on the world. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Happy New Year! It's now 2021. I don't know when you're listening to this. You might be in 2025 looking back, but it's January 5th, 2021 at the time of recording. And my God, am I glad 2020 is over. This is Between Both Cheeks. My name is Becca. I'm with Luba today, the boss lady. Hello, hello. And we have a special new host. She's going to join us today. She has been on the show before, so we can test your memory. Her name is Chloe, and she is the manager at the Vegas location. Hello. Good to be back. Yay. New year, new podcast. (laughs) I know, right? So we actually did really incredible with our podcast last year. We started it. I think it was our one-year anniversary, I think, today. It came up like in my feed and stuff for my, the memories. And I was like, oh my God, it's been a year. Wow. Crazy. So good. And we were so consistent and we got really great listeners and um, yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening and downloading. We can see all the different countries everyone is from, and we are always just so impressed that people want to listen to what we have to say. <laughs> Right. And I think it's been a really good outlet too for like we had a bit of a shutdown. Yeah. Um, the uncertainty yeah. and everything. And I think this was like a really good kind of like outlook and a, and a an opportunity for us to kind of just vent and talk and, you know, talk to other business owners on what they were doing. Cause we had a few guests on last year, um, come up with some ideas and hopefully pass that on to other people. So they were able to be profitable in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. I think it's the most consistent I've ever been with anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, see, that's what happens when you when you set out the expectation and, and are held accountable to it, right? Under invites. Yes. Yeah. And this year we're so organized. So, okay. So let's just kind of talk about, I'm so excited. Season one. Um, no, season two, second Oh my God. Season two, first episode. Um, So what we're going to kind of go through today is goal setting and planning. Mm. I love this. Mm -hmm. And what you're looking forward to this year and three predictions about our industry. Three different perspectives, three different predictions. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about goal setting and planning, especially off the heels of Becca being like, oh, this is the most consistent I've been with something. (laughs) I am so excited and happy that we at wax have scheduled out quarter two and three for our marketing campaign and then becca and i had a like a six hour high tea brunch and we planned out all of the bright for the year 
Like yes. so exciting. Like insert applause here, Jake, producer Jake. <laughs> this is like this is a big deal. Like I've said to you guys, like I've had the companies for 13 years and I wanted to do this forever. And it's always like a really good idea, but it never really got done. Mm-hmm. And now we've got the right team and the right attitude and the right people in place and all of a sudden like things are coming together and it's it means it's still a lot of work for sure yeah but how good does it feel to have like a plan mm-hmm. yes yeah, so good if 2020 taught us anything it's to plan for the worst but hope for mm-hmm. the best <laughs> exactly yep it was like a year of realization that's what I said mm-hmm. yes totally I mean, even with the podcast, like I was just looking at it now and I scheduled out the first half of the year every single week with the topic. Now, will that happen? Probably not. Like as far as (laughs) things will change, right? Like we literally have something to talk about every single week for the first half of the year. I did that on November 30th, guys. That's incredible. I know. I'm like right on. I'm excited about this. Um. So 2020 is gone in the rearview mirror. Thank Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you guys most looking forward to this year? Chloe, so you go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, definitely. Cause I feel like, you know, with everything um, last year, we, did our best and especially Luba just initiating conversation of like, stay motivated, like keep your heads up. It's going to get better. Um, so speaking of like things into existence, I always believe in like speed into existence. It's going to, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to look forward to like, obviously the brand to expand. Um, so more brand exposure, of course, um, and expanding my knowledge as a professional. Um, I'm really looking for like educational opportunities. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. Becca, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, it's the same personally and professionally, to travel professionally. I really want to go to a spa show. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what all the hype is about. I've seen same. videos, but it's mm-hmm. it'll be different when you're there. Yeah. And personally, I want to travel too. I didn't think I'd miss it so much because I wasn't a big traveler before. But now mm-hmm. that it's been stripped away from me, yeah. <laughs> all I want to do is be on a plane. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was stripped away from me too, but it's because I had kids. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Choose wisely, people. Choose wisely. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> Luba, what are you looking forward to? You don't have cancer anymore. So. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. Congratulations. I'm so, yes, I'm so yeah. looking forward to no um, cancer appointments because that was literally nine months out of my life. Yeah. Uh, and it was crazy. I said to my girlfriend the other day, I said, I feel like it was like a bad one night stand. Yeah. Like my last appointment, like that's what it felt like because it like they don't give you anything. And not that I wanted anything, but my girlfriend in um, in the U.S. in Beverly Hills she got a certificate of completion from her, from her radiation. I know, wild, right? You Americans yeah. love your certificates. Um, oh, yeah. She got a certificate of completion for her radiation. Acknowledgement. That's all we need is acknowledgement. And, yeah. And um, I didn't get to ring a bell. Um, and on your last appointment, they're just kind of like, okay, bye. And like, I find, I got, I got notification yesterday through snail mail on my follow-up appointment, which is in February. 
But at that time, like I didn't get any notification on when my next appointment was or when the next steps were. And you're literally going into the pl- this place every single day. And then it just like, it ends. So I said to her, I was like, it's like a bad one night stand. It's just like, mm-hmm. what do you say? What do you do? How do you act? Now you have to walk home and yes. feel so disoriented. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much excited about that. I'm very excited to growing out my hair. Yeah, it's growing really quickly. Yeah. I know the stuff that I'm using, all the vitamins I'm taking. Um, I'm excited for that. And then, um, yeah, I think the travel again, um, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I travel, I've traveled a lot in the last like 11 years back and forth to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how wearing that was on me until it was, it was taken away from me. Mm-hmm. So now I know I've got a really great team there and I don't need to be traveling as often, but um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the shows. I want to see your face. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just connecting with people again, right? Like connecting with the industry and being able to like show them what we've created. Like this is a whole other level we're coming from now. And I'm very excited and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. So kind of the same thing. Yeah, 2021 gonna be the year we all wanted 2020 to be. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you, you just have to go in with no expectations. Like you have to really go into it with like low expectations. If we didn't learn anything from last year, like please don't go in and be like, "This is gonna be my year." Like no. I know. <laughs> you posted something about that. I was like, just walk in quiet. Don't touch anything. I saw don't that. Touch anything. Don't say anything. No sudden with movements. <laughs> oh my god don't 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 do that don't make it your year because I I I mean how did you guys feel about 2020 I had turned 40 and I was like this is my year I'm gonna get fit I'm gonna travel we're gonna do like I had all of these like 2020 was gonna be so amazing yeah 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 it was crazy like I feel Things just came and I think that's the whole thing, like going into like with no expectations because like things will fall on your lap and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? You know, as much as you like try to plan things out and like shift in the way that you want it to like, yeah, just with everything, you know, like being here and like um, assuming the positions that I have here with wax, like everything was just a blessing. People mm-hmm. looked at it like as a crappy year, I, but I looked at it as like, again, I just, I learned so much last year a lot mm-hmm. so I, I definitely I, I have I grew as a person last yeah. year so yeah for sure I think we all have like mm-hmm. I really we all have I hope so yeah let's not do it again let's all yeah, learn right. better <laughs> yeah. um, I, I like to say that because I'm I'm a huge planner in the sense of like I know what I want to do I might not actually execute it all the time but I like to to plan and be organized in that sense mm-hmm. and one of the things that I learned this year is that life sits in a corner and eats popcorn and watches you plan and literally sits mm-hmm. there and is like, Oh, that's so cute, sweetie. I have different plans for you. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That's a good analogy. And I said that's, that, I like that one. I said that was the popcorn at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> bitch. Really? You really think that's how it's going to go down? Well, guess what? Right. <laughs> and I said that to a girlfriend, a girlfriend of mine in Vegas, um, who was part of, she had a shutdown in her business and stuff. And I said it and she just spit out her wine on her, on her FaceTime call. And she's like, I can actually see that like in my head, like I can physically yeah. see that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 
So what's going to happen? What's going to happen for 2021? What are the predictions? <laughs> what was that? We don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't know. Predictions. Chloe, you're an esthetician. What are your predictions? And tr- what Just do you for the, yeah. to be your, yeah, for the beauty industry? For the industry. Um, so, you know, usually when things like this happen, like especially like with the pandemic and stuff, people like generally or essentially they try to go back to school, right? Change of profession. Um, and I think that's what it was a lot too, where people are just like, you know, they got laid off, their businesses were forced to shut down and stuff. So, okay, what I need to kind of take a turn in life and stuff. So I think that we are um, probably going to expect like a, like a huge influx of like new professionals going back to school. So mm-hmm. I have, yeah, I have a feeling there's gonna be like a new wave of estheticians and stuff that, you know, p- people probably had that like realization, like, no, you know what? I really want to do what I want to do. Screw my nine to five, you know, right. I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like life's too short. Clearly. Yeah. If that's what 2020 taught us, like, so I feel like there's going to be a new wave of like, um, a lot of, uh, estheticians going back to school. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of my prediction. I think that, um, I don't know. I feel like, with everyone having to be so confined in like their own like personal space. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are going to fight their way to like get out and do what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there's going to be, um, it's going to be a good year. We're going to have a lot of traffic in yeah. the business, I feel like. So yeah, I know that's two predictions, but that was the first two that I could think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, go together too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so what are your feeling on clients and how, like, do you feel that clients are more planned or do you feel that they will be more planned because of what's happened? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, and that's a thing too. I feel like even throughout, um, you know, when we had to implement certain like procedures for COVID um, and people respected it here, you know, they understood like, yeah, times are rough. And yes, as a small business, like, I understand what you're going through, but we're doing, we're going through the same thing as a small business too. So I feel like people are going to really like respect that fact. And um, even when we did reopen, we didn't have a lot of like clients that, you know, made it a big deal about like not showing up to their, their appointments or the, you know, late cancellations and stuff. They totally got it. They understood like, yeah, I'm going to get some kickback. I have to pay that late fee. Um, but yeah, I think people are going to come in like with that consideration, like, yes, I need to plan out a little bit more for this entire year, even saving wise, you know, cause like we were all in that, we we're all in that funk when everybody shut down that like nobody was getting unemployment, you know? For so yeah. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Becca, what are your predictions? Um, I predict, I actually, I didn't think about it the way Chloe thought about it. I love your perspective that you think people are going to go back to school for whatever they're passionate about. And that will, create more estheticians. I I agree with that. I think a lot of people are going to realize that it's worth being happy and enjoying how you spend your time rather than, you know, or working for a company that cares about you too as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think that's huge. Um, Right. Um, But my prediction is I think that all the sanitization protocols that we're getting used to now and that all over and in the industry 
I think that that will weed out some not as great salons or like the backdoor waxing in a nail salon with a shower curtain. Yeah. I think those sorts of places will have to step up their game because now the consumer is aware. Yeah. If, if, for example, a nail salon, if they're using like the same clippers that they just picked up and it's not soaked in a solution of some kind, I think a lot of small businesses in the beauty industry will close because they can't, it's going to be like so new to them to try to keep up with all these new demands. Cause now the consumer is so educated, but I think that'll be good because then it will allow the salons that deserve it to shine a little bit brighter. Right. Um, or, or that those like sketchy, dirty salons get a good wake up call and they figure out their ways. And then like, we're not going to get bad waxes or reactions anymore. Or, like mm-hmm. hangnail infections or get cut at the barbers or, you know, all these horrible horror stories we hear that just scare people away from taking care of their skin and how they look. Um, as far as clients go, I feel like in Vancouver clients are less planned. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I think, but I don't know because I'm not as the front at the front desk as much anymore. But from what I see, there's not as many appointments being booked out in advance. Yeah. Or as far in advance as it would have been before. Like if I look into April, right now it's January, there's probably no appointments there. Whereas before, there would be because people would know their vacations or their holidays. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to go on a weekend trip here. I've got a date night then. I've got a work trip, something, some kind of event. But when I pull reports, it shows the numbers in Vancouver. People are pre-booking more appointments, but they're not booking, in my opinion, as far ahead into the future because mm-hmm. I think now we're more unsure of work schedules and things like that. Yeah. But I've also noticed that time of day doesn't really matter anymore. Like yeah, many yeah, people totally. are requesting evening appointments or weekend appointments. They're like, yep, yeah, I can come in at 11 a.m. Like no problem. I've got nothing on. So I think I predict that it'll be a lot harder to plan and strategize what times and what days will be busy because if kids are doing school from home or half at school, half at home, and if people either aren't working or they're working from home there's more flexibility um I don't know what that will look like but I think that's what's going to happen and I think all industries kind of see that a little bit like there's no more Friday night rush sort of deal I mean there's definitely as much as there was and stuff out there I've noticed um (laughs) but so Becca do you think that people aren't booking because they don't like they don't know vacation and travel options versus they're not booking because they're scared to come in. I don't think they're scared to come in. I don't get that sense. I think it's maybe maybe their work is more flexible now and they don't have their schedule that far out yet, or maybe they don't know if we'll be open. Or mm-hmm. but I don't get the sense, at least in Vancouver, that the people who are coming to the salon are very scared right yeah 
I don't know. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. And it's funny that Luba, you asked us what our goals are because I made a point to not make a resolution this year. Me too. Thank no, you. We're not doing that. We're just going to go and see how it is. Yeah. We're going to go with <laughs> the flow. Don't. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, my, my goal is to grow up my hair and that's just going to happen with her. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. pandemic or no pandemic, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thinking small now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No more like I'm going to take on the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, hope for them and do actionable things towards those, but I'm, I'm not set in a time limit anymore being like by December 31st, 2021, this is going to have happened. No, nope, mm-hmm. not doing that. I'm just going to make small habits for the things I yes. want to develop and yep. I'll manifest, but I'm not going to set like resolutions. Yeah. When right. you threw that all out the window. So what's the point? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, right. no kidding. Um, so I have a couple of predictions that I think are going to happen. Yeah. Because um, you've seen a recession before. As yeah. A, I was yeah. a child. I don't really know what it no. means. <laughs> like I'm young <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah. I don't know how old you are Chloe I was going to say we were children I was like I don't actually know <laughs> I'll be I'll be 30 this year <laughs> oh okay wow 2021 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you guys were still babies <laughs> um, what do you think will happen what, what are your predictions so I think that I predict if people are going to hate me for saying this, but I predict that there's going to be another shutdown in the first six months of this year. Okay. So in both countries in United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, Canada's already on their second shutdown, right? So Ontario mm-hmm. and BC, or Ontario and Alberta are shut down throughout the new year, and they got their ban just before Christmas, which really sucks for all those people in the beauty industry because that's usually a busier time, you know, even though people were able to see their families, they still want their brows and stuff to look good, whether they're, they're doing their Zoom turkey dinner or staying within their bubble, you still want to look and feel good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there is possibly a wave that's going to happen in Nevada um, because yeah. they're just coming off of holidays. And yeah, I've been very strict with the bubble and what that looks like. And I've sent out memos as Chloe knows and Becca knows like, mm-hmm. Hey, if you've decided to travel out of state or if you decided to go outside of your bubble, your responsibility is to go get COVID tested and make sure that your clients and your um, colleagues are protected as well. Mm-hmm. I know from social media, my friends down there have not abided to the same kind of rules that I've put into myself. So I just see this huge surge in numbers going up and I see a possible shutdown because of that. Now will governor Sisolak do that? Cause he'll probably be absolutely crucified for another shutdown. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I do see, I do see some, and we've seen in California, like I think Cal- parts of California are shut down right now as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a really great time to insert our plug for the take-home yeah. wax strips, <laughs> right? What a great segue. Yeah. And, and it was, I mean, that, you know, Beth and I were sitting there being like, I think there's going to be another shutdown. Let's create these. Like, I think yes. there's such a demand, right? Because you can so go to smart. the drugstore and pick up all these great, like, waxing strips and stuff, but it's not the same quality that mm-hmm. we were able to develop. And there's nothing on the market for 
estheticians to sell because yeah. we never recommended that before. We never right. a pandemic could be like, yeah. oh, t- buy these and do it at home. And my whole goal is, and um, it's Becca's blog that she just put up on the bright side, um, is we need to save small business. Mm-hmm. So we need to give estheticians and business owners and everything an opportunity to keep their doors open somehow, even if they've been shut by the government. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I see a shutdown happening in the first six months. But then on the other side, on the back half of the year, I feel that things will start to go somewhat back to a normal that we understand. Um, so I think possibly like the spa shows and some conventions or shows will start to open on the back end, back end of the year. Fingers crossed. Um, I think that we will see price increases across the board. I think we'll see yeah. it in taxes. I think we're going to see it in products. I think we're going to see it in services all across the board. I think we're going to start paying more everywhere to start paying, pay back some of the debt. Um, so those of you that have ab- uh, abused serve and all those other options, thank you. <laughs> um, I think a lot of businesses are going to pivot and I think there's going to be a lot of shutdowns. I read recently that 75% of small businesses will not make it through the second shutdown and they will close. Yeah. 75%. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe Chloe, I think you're right in the sense of like, seeing more people and more people applying because these people that have went out and started their own business, um, thinking that things are going to be really easy yeah. are going to be, you know, cause when you're a business oh, owner, yeah. you don't get to collect that extra money. You don't get to collect unemployment. You don't get to collect anything. So yeah. maybe mm-hmm. you're right in that we will see like an influx of people not wanting to, you know, be an entrepreneur cause it's so fabulous. Like now they get to see the real world of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think e-commerce is, is going to be huge. And I think if oh, yeah. anyone in this industry is make sure you have a decent website and make sure that you've got product to sell because that mm-hmm. year I screwed up massively. Well, now we know. Now yeah, we know. now we know. Right, now exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can do. Well, yeah, those are my, those are my predictions. Nice. That's good. The website thing is a good point because I myself, I've noticed through the bright social media, we follow a lot of our wholesale clients and other salons and spas. And even just browsing through there, I've seen so many small businesses of estheticians creating a website, putting their products on the website and then pushing it like, hey, look at this new facial bundle or mm-hmm. a nail manicure kit or I'm selling loofah soaps now and face wash and and some of them I was messaging back and forth were like I created that website in a day like I just figured out how to do it and post it all on so I think that's a really keen observation yeah and and that's the thing right because a business that is run by someone that also does treatment doesn't have the time I mean I don't do any treatments and I don't have the time yeah imagine being a full-time esthetician where you are you are the business. You don't have any employees, mm-hmm. but you still have to do everything else behind the scenes. There's so yeah, many steps crazy. to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when I when I opened up Wax 13 years ago, um, we were so so far ahead. Some of the other salons were saying because we weren't writing appointments in a book. Like, I had pre-selected who was going to be our provider for a, like the booking system, and 
I remember clients just being like, wow, so <laughs> fancy. Right? And, and then I, because I'm not technology, Becca can vouch for that. I was so paranoid. And it was, it was a system that uh, it wasn't cloud-based. It was like hard on the desktop. Yeah. I was so paranoid that something would happen or the laptop would get stolen or stop working that I made them write it in a book and do it on the computer. So Just that was like my backup. Yeah. Your backup, <laughs> right. Backup files. <laughs> Never a bad thing to do. No. Yeah. no Better to so have much. it and not need it than need it and not have it. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I think that it gave the opportunity for a lot of those business owners to focus on the website or their social media or whatever that may be. Um, I think it, I know that the two of you have had a conversation about this. Um, I think it's a huge blessing with Bright that we hit the pandemic, even though we had a ton of inventory sitting ready for the shows. But um, it was such a blessing to work out all of the kinks and make sure that we've got a smooth operating system yeah. and have the time to spend on the back end of it because it's such a big job that a lot of people don't understand. Um, we didn't even understand it, really. I still don't. <laughs> God, it's, still a little, it's still a pro- progress. And I just make learning progress. Clothes. I'm like, well, oh, that, yeah, that looks good. That looks good. Okay. <laughs> I think about it now. I'm like, had we have gone to a spa show, which was meant to be June 28th, we got bright, like May real product May 2020. Yeah, sample product in January 2020. We were not ready to go to a trade show. No, yeah, so it was a blessing in disguise type of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, at the time, it was a huge slap in the face. But now with all the things that have happened and that we've learned, it's like sometimes you do need to go into that hermit stage and just, like, work on building the foundation before you reveal the curtains. And Right, like, it's okay to start small, right? That's yeah. what we were reading on that thing yesterday or the other day. I think I also, too, like, if I didn't get sick, I think I may have been, like, a really awful person to work for. <laughs> While we were shut down, yes. I think I would have had a really bad attitude about it. Maybe, yeah. Right, a hard thing. Like it was hard for all of us, but it wasn't on the line. Like it wasn't my business. I didn't have to pay. I just had to pay rent, which was (laughs) compared to like commercial rent and three leases, two leases. Yeah. And this is something that I like I've talked about with Jake and stuff too. Like, I don't like, I think I may have been like, I maybe a bit of a caring in the sense of like, I want to travel and I want to do this. And, um, I don't know. I, I I mean, cancer, I had no fucking choice, right? Like I could not travel. Like it was literally like taken away from me, but I like, sometimes I wonder on like what type of human I would be to work with if I didn't get sick. So maybe it's a blessing for everyone. Yeah. But I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, only God knows. <laughs> only God knows, yeah. Trust me, like it, it happened at the right time because I would be even worse of a human to deal with if <laughs> I couldn't travel and you guys were out doing the shows and stuff. Could you imagine it? Like, I really yeah. let go of control, but that much? I don't know. Travel was on and it was just you. Yeah, well, everything happens for a reason, and that's yeah, a cruel thing to say during like shitty times. But 
It's true. No hindsight. Believe in that 1000%. Or you can find a reason in everything. Maybe not. Find a silver lining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything, right? Or you go crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So those are the predictions. So we will we'll come back in six months and see right where we're at. Yeah, revisit this in six months and see who's psychic in the group. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I've got a third eye, guys. I've got a third eye. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to work. We'll see. We'll see. Right. Well, guys, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our podcast and anywhere else that you can subscribe to us, such as, oh my God, I haven't done this for so long. I take a month off and I got chemo brain. Uh, where can they find us, Becca? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Podbean, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, search between both cheeks. And you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and we have a website as well. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email to comments at betweenbothcheeks.com. And if you're lucky, we might talk about it on one of the episodes. So be nice. (laughs) And tell us what your guys' predictions are, or if you're pivoting, or if you're going back to school, or what that looks like for you. What did 2020 Mm -hmm. make you realize? We're interested. Yeah. Are you spending more money on feeling good and looking good, even though you might not be going out as much or have anywhere to show it off? Very interesting phenomena. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So we'll look back on this episode in a couple of months and maybe we'll be like life sitting in the corner eating. (laughs) Just eating popcorn. (laughs) Or maybe it won't be so bad. And this is the worst of it and it can only go up. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm going to do an animation. Like I'll just put a, like a rough animation together, yeah. like of someone, like a life, life, popcorn. Yeah, I should I'm do it. That. I'm going to trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us again. Please tune in next week. And here we go for season two. Yay. Yay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>